This is episode 22 of the History of Podcast. I'm Robert. And I am Emma. And today we will be talking about the history of All Hallows' Eve. Now, uh, first off, we have the uh, card and count. And uh, we took a week off last week, we did. so we've had a little time for Ed Cardin Count to grow. This week it is. It's uh, 27. Yes, we do have 27 Ed Cartons. So actually, Robert was talking about uh, he's going to have to make a new um, a holder for all I, these I put cartons. them on like card, like I turn the cardboard boxes into like flat cardboard. Mm-hmm. And then I like lean them up against, attach duct tape Ed Cartons to them and then lean them up against the wall. But now it's just like a bunch of random Ed Cartons all over the room. It's... Instead of so, I, I need to build another board it's for artwork. that, but I haven't had, haven't had time. Well, All Hallows Eve, if you haven't figured it out, pretty much the same thing as Halloween. And let me just give a disclaimer: I'm not the biggest fan of Halloween, and you can like or hate me for that. I mean, I have celebrated it, but it's just not my favorite. As a, as a little kid, but like as you learn more about what it's about, I'm I'm not a supporter of it. I mean, I kind of like celebrated last year, but like. This year, I'm not the biggest fan. Okay. Well, it, and technically, it should be pronounced um, Halloween. 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 Because it's, it has to do with holiness, uh, as we'll mm. see. Um, but yeah, it should be Halloween, not Halloween. Interesting. So, um, but Halloween comes from pagan origins. And going back to circa 3000 BC, the Celts of what is modern day Ireland, Scotland, and Wales celebrated a festival festival called Samhain. Now, Samhain is halfway between the autumn equinox and winter solstice. It marked the end of the harvest, the transition into the darker part of the year, uh, the New Year's celebration, and the beginning of a period of greater spiritual activity. Now, let me give a disclaimer. Just because something says it's spiritual doesn't mean it's always good. Yeah, and uh, the, the pagans, they had a different calendar. It was actually based on trees, so their new year was on November 1st, um, just the way that when you convert the calendars to our modern Gregorian calendar, uh, that falls on November what we November 1st of our calendar. The festival started at the dusk of October 31st. So I guess their, their new days were a little off and when days change a little different than what we do now. So the new day, November 1st, started at dusk. Everyone would put out their fires and there'd usually just be one bonfire that would be lit at the top of a hill. And the priests, or druids, uh, would toss all the bones from their animal sacrifices, so the pagans did animal sacrifices, they would toss all the bones into this big bonfire. And this big bonfire, bone, think of it, it was a bone fire. Um, And that's where we get the word bonfire. It's Hmm. like a shortened version of bone fire. So that's, that's interesting. Um, and everyone in the area would then take torches, uh, light them in the bonfire or bone fire, uh, and then take them home. There were also jack-o'-lanterns at this festival, and I'm sure most of you know what a jack-o'-lantern is. And they carved the faces into turnips, though, not pumpkins, so that probably looked a little, a little different. These carved turnip faces either represented spirits or supposedly warded off spirits. People also wore costumes of evil figures in order to scare off the spirits. And uh, quick interrupt. The reason it's called a jack-o'-lantern is there's there's something, there's the legend of Stingy Jack hmm. and an extremely simplifi- simplified version. Uh, so the story goes is a guy named Jack um, was like, he was like a criminal in his town 
and then he did some dealing with the devil and was doomed to roam the earth with only a carved turnip face lantern to light his way. Interesting. In other words, he was a Jack, he was Jack of the lantern or Jack O'Lantern. Oh, nice slang we have there. I see. I see. Jack lanterns have remained a big Irish tradition. They weren't common in America until a considerable number of Irish people immigrated to the U.S. Another semi-American tradition, not common until modern times, is trick-or-treating. And uh, trick-or-treating actually started with All Souls Day. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, But in the Catholic faith, All Souls Day, you pray for the souls who have uh, died and gone to purgatory. Purgatory is the the waiting room before your uh, eternal destiny. Um, And by prayer, uh, you might shorten its, you would hope to shorten their time in purgatory. Um, because you would you would pay for some of your sins in purgatory. And some kids and beggars in England tried to game the system. They went from door to door on All Souls Day and prayed for the uh, dead with uh, the families of these homes. And sometimes uh, carrying turnip lanterns to light their way. That's interesting. Uh. So that's something that carried on. But after praying with the families, the resident of the home, the families would... Um, they would give either the, the beggar or the, the children a, something called a soul cake. And so that's the, the treat that you would get for going to someone's house. Um, and the soul cake, it's like a spice cookie, uh, sometimes with raisins, sometimes uh, with a cross on top. Okay, honestly, that sounds really good. I'm, yeah. I'm down for a spice cookie. There's like, I looked up soul cakes and the first, you know, the first thing you get is just a bunch of recipes. Um, but... <laughs> This whole practice was known as souling, and by the 1800s, souling became kind of an outdated thing, um, especially after the Protestant Reformation as England, uh, after England converted, and I know that was like hundreds of years after, but, you know, there were still Catholics Catholics hanging around, but it was, once it was really Protestant-dominated, this kind of became an outdated thing, Um, but children still went went, um, door-to-door. Uh, singing songs or performing tricks so it wasn't really souling anymore but it became more of a secular practice and uh going from door to door singing songs performing tricks what they would get in exchange instead of a soul cake was they might they might get a soul cake still but uh they could either get a piece of fruit um or or money and now in yeah um in america like kids they, they don't have to do anything for candy we just get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, free candy. So just a quick point, trick-or-treating wasn't common until post-World War II because there was a lot of ration and such on sugar during the war. The comic Peanuts, uh, hopefully uh, read Peanuts, I love that. Charlie Brown, yeah. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Had one of the first documented popular mentions of trick-or-treating in the U.S. And uh, if you are wondering how Halloween acquired kind of a Catholic association, uh, as I was mentioning earlier. So in the 7th century, Pope Boniface IV set up All Saints Day. And that was originally on May 13th. But later on, it got moved to November 3rd, no, not November 3rd, November 1st, in an attempt to outrule the pagan holiday, uh, the, the, the Samhain Festival. Mm. The way it goes now is, and you may want to get out your calendars, but I mean, I'm you do you. October 31st is... All Hallows' Eve or Halloween. November 1st is All Saints' Day. 
Hallowmas, and Day of the Children. We'll get to that in a minute. And then November 2nd is All Souls Day and the Day of the Dead. And uh, I do believe it's Hallowmas, not Hallowmas, because uh, you don't say Christmas. <laughs> I mean, you can say Christmas. It's up to you. It's it's Christmas. So Hallowmas. These three days collectively are known as All Hollow Tide. Protestants don't really celebrate all that. And uh, lastly, we have Day of the Dead, which is uh, most famously celebrated in Mexico, um, but also in other Catholic-dominated regions. And um, so it's it stems from All Saints Day and All, Soul, and All Souls Day. Um, so in it, many of the, the Mexican rituals actually stem from Aztec origins of like human sacrifice and stuff. Oh, of course they don't do human sacrifice now, but um, death like it isn't really seen as a sad thing, and I think that's that's something that we that's a very secular way of looking at it is death being seen as a sad thing, which I don't think we really should see it that way. Um, but the way uh, Day of the Dead goes, so the gates of heaven are opened uh, on midnight. October 31st in the Catholic faith. Uh, so that's All Hallows Eve at midnight, October 31st. That's the that's the beginning of the day of November 1st. And then for all of November 1st, uh, the souls of deceased children uh, can be with their families on earth. Um, and then the adults get their turn on November 2nd. So then, they're, uh, then I guess the gates of heaven are open for the adults on November 2nd. That would be All Souls Day. Um, and in a way, the people who celebrate are supporting the souls on their spiritual journey. Remember, we talked about in the Catholic faith, um, purgatory and how they uh, had to pay for their sins um, with various torments and such. Um, but people set up shrines and set out food. And it's not a sad do- holiday at all. Like it's even though it's associated with death, it's not really seen as a sad thing. And in effect, Day of the Dead is the Mexican version of what we know as Halloween. Um, but the Twisted Holiday has evolved for hundreds of years, and it'll probably be different uh, hundreds of years from now. This year is just a pin in time, and who's to say it's the end? Regardless, I hope Halloween doesn't get much worse, because I don't see it as a healthy thing. So, if you do celebrate, uh, celebrate sensibly, will ya? All right, time to plug our YouTube channel and our Instagram. So please check us out on YouTube. It's also called The History Of. The link is in the show notes. And our Instagram is called The History Of Podcast. And that link is in the show notes as well. If you have any questions or comments about the information provided in this episode, please contact us at thehistoryof365 at gmail.com. Have a blessed day. And you've got to promise me something. Never stop learning.